guys welcome back to yellow fever it is may 1st it has been like two weeks since i've been on it's been too long and i'm so sorry about it all i remember t- like three weeks ago we missed an up ep- we like missed a saturday and then we said on that day no more consistency we're back on our weekly upload grind and immediately after i missed two whole weeks and i'm so sorry about that there was just like Everything was so chaotic. Everything was so hectic. Like, a bunch of stuff just came up at the last minute. And it was just really hard to kind of just balance everything. But what's up? Welcome back to Yellow Fever. My name is Chloe. I'm usually here with my co-host, Brandon. But this is uh, one of my solo episodes that I'm going to be doing to make up for the last two weeks that I haven't been here. And I'm just kind of just going to do a little recap of everything. Because a lot, a decent amount has happened in the last two weeks. And just overall, just talk about other stuff, too. Um, so what's happened? How am I, Chloe? Um, as, as per usual, I'm very tired. A lot of schoolwork. This last week, particularly, school was really kicking my ass. It was really bad, just because of the workload and everything, but that's nothing new. And I'm just tired. There have been two days this week where I pulled very, like, close to all-nighters just for this one assignment. But I got it done, got it done, it's over with, and I don't have to worry about it anymore, and that's one of the most satisfying feelings, is when, like, you're staying up late for a a school assignment, and the feeling when you finally finish everything, and you can close out of, like, the 30 tabs of, like, JSTOR articles and other newspaper articles and stuff out of your computer, and it's just so satisfying, because then you can just chill for 10 minutes and then knock out. So that was, that was a pretty good moment, that was probably the highlight of this week. It was, so, it was just so nice to get it done. But now we have more stuff to do, which I'm not that excited for, I guess. Um, oh, I took my SAT. I took one SAT at least. Because I mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago that um, my high school was offering like an SAT school day where they would administer an SAT that was under College Board but separate from the College Board SAT days. So it was really cool, and I got to take it finally. I finally secured a spot without it getting canceled or anything. And how was it? I don't really want to say if it was good or bad because I don't. whenever I do those things and I end up screwing myself over with my grade because then I put myself in some sort of mindset and I just try to avoid doing that, but it was an SAT, standard SAT. That's all I can really say about it. And we took it. It was the three-hour one, no essay or anything. And it was it was just a standard SAT. I don't really know what else to say about it. I don't feel like I don't feel excited. I don't feel upset. I just, I'm just waiting. Because we get the results next Wednesday. So I'm a bit anxious for that. But it's whatever, I guess. But the funny part is that I signed up to take a second one in May um, under College Board. This was under College Board just to because I want to take it two times just for the whole super score thing but what's funny is is that the second I get out of the the my high school the testing center after we finish the test I scroll through my phone because it was in my locker and you know I hadn't looked at it because of the test and I scroll through my phone I'm at the train with my friend and I'm looking through my notifications and I see a text message from college board and usually they just text me about stuff saying like oh we have new AP videos available um, there's an SAT coming up, this and that, just like regular, um, they're just kind of plugging their, um, resources out to students, but this one, 
you can only see like the first few words of the notification. It said, SAT, your May 5th test center has closed. And that, I, I was not, was I surprised? No. But it was just funny. It was just really ironic how I was talking with one of my other school friends um, before, after the test finished, and we were joking around about how we wouldn't be able to take the May SAT because it's probably going to get canceled again, given like all the, the chances that we've gotten before, and they've all just been canceled. And the second I get into the train station, it gets canceled, which is really funny. But now i got to sign up for the June one and just pray that that one doesn't get canceled. Five whole times. I've tried to register for the, the SAT under the College Board website five whole times, and I haven't been able to take it once. Oh my god. That's, that's crazy. I don't understand. College Board, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, fix that. Stop canceling my SAT. The only SAT I've been able to take was one that was separate from College Board, which is ridiculous. But I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just done. I'm, like, dreading testing at this point. I'm, I've been pushing off signing for, up for the June one for so long just because I want to avoid it at all costs, but I'm going to have to do it, like, this weekend or something so I can at least find a test, testing center that's not too far from me. So we'll just, I don't know, I'll just do that sometime later. What happened this week, though? Not much. Uh, school, I already talked about school. Sports are great sports are great we have sports um I've gone to sports practices every day except for one and it's honestly amazing can I just say how much of a difference having extracurriculars to attend to after school how much of a difference that makes in your day just because it gives you like it gives you a reason to go out it gives you a reason to get off your ass in front of your computer and just do something even if it's not a sport even if it's like a club or something that you go to it's just it's so relieving just because if I before sports started up again I was in front of my computer on my ass in my room from eight in the morning to like eleven forty-five or later at night just doing classes and homework and stuff and now I have to force myself to leave at two to go to a school that's an hour and a half away, which I'm perf- honestly, I'm perfectly fine with that. If it, if it gives me a reason to actually do stuff, I'm perfectly fine with that. And it's been so much fun. I get to see people. I get to be somewhat active. I get to get food after if we have time. And it's just like, it's just like, it gives us a break from everything that's happening right now with school, which is great. And I mean, but it also does add an extra layer of responsibility and stress when it comes to time commitments which is kind of rough because of the whole balancing schoolwork with pra- with like two, three-hour practices every single day or every other day, and then games and then tests and all, and all the whole nine yards, and that's kind of, that's also a bit hard, but, you know, you do it just because you want to. That's just what you sign up for. But it, it's really fun. Brandon um, also does sports too, and I think it's the same for him, but we get to go to school together and everything with a bunch of other people and it's always really fun and aside from I talk about school way too much aside from my school life that was my weekly venting session about school I swear you can see so many text messages with Brandon and a bunch of other people about how much I dread school and how much I'm tired there's so many sessions of just me complaining 
to people. But anyway, so moving on from that, what, what else did I do? I, oh, I went to the doctor. I got, I caught up with some of my vaccinations, not the COVID one yet, at least, but like meningitis vaccinations, a bunch of that stuff. And I got blood work done and all that, just like a checkup. And, um, I went to the dentist. Oh God. The past two weeks were so annoying. School, doctors, dentists, it was, I hate it. That was one of the reasons why I couldn't do the podcast, because I had a dentist or a doctor appointment, like, two weeks ago. Went to the dentist, still no cavities, we're chilling, and, oh, one other thing is I went to the dermatologist, because I've had acne for a while, and I'm always switching dermatologists just because sometimes some of them aren't that good, or sometimes I just want to switch dermatologists to get, like, a different perspective, and this was a brand new dermatologist, and it's a really, I really like the place. I picked out the place a few weeks ago, and we went for the first appointment last week or the week before that, and I really like the place. I really like the doctors there, and they were all super nice, and they seemed like they knew what they're doing, which was good, and um, how was it? It was kind of like, the first appointment was kind of like how every other first appointment has been. They pretty much prescribed me the same stuff um, because I have acne. I've had acne for a while. Like, I started have I started getting acne when I was really, really young. Surprisingly young. Like, maybe fifth grade, sixth grade. Like, a little bit of acne on my forehead that never went away. And then from there on, it kind of just remain there and then it moved from my forehead to my cheeks and then I just continue to struggle with acne and I've always gone to the dermatologist for it and everything and it's always been pretty annoying just because not annoying but frustrating more so frustrating because I've always been getting the same topical treatments from different dermatologists that just don't work and the same thing happened this time and I tried to I mean I didn't try to explain to him but I mentioned it to him that um the topical treatments that he was prescribing me, I've already gotten in the past several times, and they hadn't worked, but we're just trying things out now to see if anything changes, just because of the fact that I'm older than I used to be, and, you know, we're just trying stuff out, and acne's always been a pretty big thing for me, I feel like, just because I've always had it, like, there are, like, really short periods where my skin starts to clear up, maybe, like, a few weeks or a month, but then it'll just, like, go back to where it was before, and, like, th- the same thing will be with certain products that I use. Like, they'll work for a little bit, but then they'll stop working, and then my acne will kind of become a little more severe again. And there's never really been a product that has been solid that's been, like, really, really successful in just keeping my acne down and giving me clear skin, and I'm still kind of waiting for that. And it's always been something that I have to deal with. Like, my parents make me go to the dermatologist, like, every other month or just visiting the dermatologist or looking into different things that I could do, whether it's diet, like the diet that I eat, how much I'm outside in the sun, certain um, drugstore products that I can use or certain prescription products that I can use. And it's just all these different things that I kind of have to delve into because of this whole thing. But I went recently and we were talking and because um, I'm a little older now, then there's like a wider range of products and prescription products that I could use, um, then I, then when I was younger, maybe like 10 or 11, obviously, but, um, we started talking, and he said that if the products that I'm using right now don't 
work which so far they really haven't been which i kind of expected then we would move into like oral medication like pills and stuff and then if that didn't work then accutane which i feel like if you don't know what accutane is it's this really um renowned um acne medication that's supposed to be really really strong and really potent and you're only supposed to take it for six months but it's supposed to be really effective but it's really only used as a last resort medication if nothing else works for you because of all the side effects it has and all the um just how um strong and how severe of a medication it is but honestly at this point i'm pretty much willing to take on whatever the doctor gives me for my acne because i'm kind of done with it like i've had i've i mean i've tried a bunch of different products i've tried like the the standard products the benzoyl peroxide cream the uh, clindamycin solution, the face washes, the Cetaphil stuff, the this, the um, Adapalin, so many different types of things that I've tried. And they'll work for a little bit, they'll work for a few weeks, but then as I continue to use them or um, they'll just stop working. They'll kind of, they just, they'll just stop working and then my acne will just, like I said earlier, it'll get more severe again. And it gets pretty annoying because then you're like, you kind of lose hope, which I have a lot. I mean, when it comes to certain products or just dermatologist visits, I kind of have this um, recurring thought in my mind saying that, like, yes, they'll probably prescribe me this product or this or that, but it's probably not going to work because really nothing else really has. I mean, I have a solid skincare routine that I hold that I hold myself accountable to do every morning and night, without um any reluctance or anything and I do I do do all of that I do commit to the products that I get or that I'm prescribed or whatever and they still don't really work and it's really frustrating too when I when people say why don't you just wash your face I forget I have an entire skincare routine with like five different products that I'm supposed to use at certain times in the day set certain frequencies every week in, with certain amounts during different times of the day and or different combinations of different products during different times of the day or different combinations it's just like it's such an intricate and annoying thing to hold up to but you do it and then when it doesn't work it's just like you wasted a bunch of time that you could have been using maybe trying a different product that also could have failed so it's kind of it's just like what are you supposed to do because at this point there's really nothing else you can do besides just continue to try different products and continue to do different things. And, like, I understand, like, eventually, hopefully, I, like, yes, people grow out of acne. People grow out of, like, whatever skin, like, just whatever struggles they have with acne. But, I mean, I've been dealing with this shit for years at this point. I'm kind of tired of waiting. I'm done with waiting for all this to, quote-unquote, grow out of me or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. I envy people with clear skin so much. Like, I'm just putting it out there. Like, I see people who openly say, oh, yeah, I don't wash my face. I don't have a skincare routine. I use a bar of soap. I do this. I touch my face with my hand when my hands are dirty all the time, and I never get acne. Like, that's great. How, you're so lucky. You are so lucky to have that. Because, I don't know. It's just like... I feel like it's just an unlucky thing, because also, I mean, my mom used to have bad skin, so that might that probably does play a role in it, but it's just, 
Man, it's super frustrating. I am so done with it, especially with, and, you know, being a young person of this generation, I grew up, I grew up with social media at a young age. I had, I got my first Instagram when I was maybe in, like, fifth grade, something like that, and then I see, like, and then when I'm that young, I'm kind of susceptible to any sort of criticism that could put me in a wrong mindset, and then I see all these things about, or all these standards that are just starting to rise because of the rise of social media during like 2010 or something like that and you know you see all these standards that are starting to rise in terms of like body your skin the way you act the way you dress all these things that are just starting to kind of gain prominence on the social platforms that were available at the time I mean remember this is this was when kick was still around so it was kind of just starting to I guess grow as a platform Instagram and Snapchat, whatever it is that you use. And as I was like introduced to all these things, I kind of questioned whether or not. I mean, I knew that I didn't fit into those standards because I had acne, but then I also started to question myself and doubt myself. And I started to feel these like feelings of um, disappointment with myself almost because, like, oh, I don't have this clear skin or I don't fit into these standards. So what am I even doing right now? Does, that, does, does anything I do matter? Which is such a stupid thing to say, a stupid thing to think, just because you have acne. But I mean, I was young, and I was exposed to social media, I feel like, at too young of an age, and that's kind of what resulted from it. And from then on, I kind of, was, I was so insecure about my acne when I was younger. I remember, if, for those who were friend who knew me when I was this young, you will definitely remember this, but... I remember when I was in elementary school, I used to be a part of this, like, little robotics team that was, yeah, it was just this, like, little robotics team that one of the teachers ran, and we went to this, we went to the Javits Center once in New York City for um, an FLL tournament, a first Lego League tournament. I was, I thought I was so cool in elementary school because I thought I was a part of the big robotics team. I was going to the FLL tournament. I was getting a medal and all this stuff, and while we were there, there were a bunch of other teams, too, that were, like, and they would, like, give out paraphernalia from their team, so, like, t-shirts, uh, posters, stickers, like, little pins and badges that you could, like, stick on your book bag, and one of the teams was giving out bandanas, and we passed by the team, and we all got bandanas, and it was just super cool, because we got these camouflage bandanas that said, like, number 375 that was knitted in it or something like that, and then I think... That day, we all put the bandanas on because we thought it was so cool. We were, like, a bunch of 10, 12-year-olds just wearing a bunch of bandanas, and we thought we were we were the shit. We thought we were so cool. We thought we were, like, we were the cool cats in town just because of our little bandanas. And then after I wore that bandana, I went to the bathroom, and I realized, wait, you can't see the acne on my forehead. And... At first, I didn't think anything of it, but then as I thought about it more, I thought it was a game changer because you couldn't see the acne on my forehead. So from then on, every... I'm so embarrassed by this. Every day in school, like after that tournament in school, I would wear this little stupid bandana on my head to cover my acne. And it was so... Oh, I'm so... I'm so embarrassed for my younger self. I would wear this stupid little bandana and I wouldn't think... Like... I would be more embarrassed of my acne than I was of wearing this stupid bandana in class, in the lunchroom, in the bathroom, every single day in school until I went home. 
and that was just my thing from then on that was just what i wore it was only for that year thank god but i mean i oh god i don't know why i did that but i mean i i was just super insecure about my skin so insecure about my skin i felt i felt like shit because of it and it was just like and no one even cared no one even cared no one said anything about my acne or anything it was just me it was kind of just like a subconscious thing of me to do so then and then my insecurity really only progressed from there where then I think in middle school my acne kind of stayed the same it it wasn't too bad but it wasn't my skin wasn't perfect either I still had acne that just stayed on my forehead and then I was never bullied for my acne which I I'm so grateful for I had a really good group of friends and and they never really said anything about it and you know, but I was still really insecure about it just because I was surrounded by a bunch of people who had, like, perfectly clear skin. Like, the skin that you, like, that a lot of people are blessed with when because they're so young and because, like, their hormones aren't active or whatever the scientific basis of it is. But, yeah, I was just really insecure, but I wasn't as insecure as I was when I was in elementary school. Maybe around the same amount, but I just didn't approach it the same way. And then, like, I guess I became a little more insecure when sometimes, like, friend groups would, like, tease about it. It wasn't bullying, but it was kind of just, like, teasing, I guess. And then I kind of went silent after they said stuff like that, and I kind of just became... I started to question myself again a lot more, because at the beginning of middle school, I was I was pretty much starting to get over a little bit, kind of becoming more um, accepting of it, but then I started, my insecurity started to, I guess, grow again, and then it became a little bit worse, and then as I progressed through middle school, my acne from my forehead started to fade up, but then it moved to my cheeks, which I was not happy about, because now I had more acne on two sides of my face instead of one, which I was really upset about, I was really upset about, and then that's when I started going to the dermatologist, because when I was really young, I would only get prescriptions of like basic stuff like a bp cream or whatever from my pediatrician because i was just like the standard stuff that um any doctor could prescribe but then i started to go to the dermatologist because it started to it just didn't go away at first we thought that it was just like it was just gonna go away it was a temporary thing but it didn't go away after like three years so then we started going to the dermatologist and i started getting the same stuff or like some standard stuff and none of it really worked and then we would get different stuff, and that stuff didn't really work. And then we switched dermatologists a bunch of times, and that still didn't really work. And it, it was just a whole process, and nothing ever really worked. And then when I graduated middle school, or like around the end of middle school, acne was pretty much the same. Nothing really changed. I Like, there would be some periods over the summer where my acne would clear up a lot. But then as I went back to school, then it, my I would just break out a lot. And it would become from mild to somewhat severe. And then it would go back to mild. And it would stay. And then it would maybe clear up a little. But then I would get severe breakouts again. And it was just like an entire... It was so inconsistent. My, It was like it was just so sporadic and everything. That I was kind of just done with it. I'd just given up on everything. And And then I'm in high school. And then at that point, I didn't really care as much because half the people in high school have acne too, so I mean, I didn't really care, but I was still 
myself like I was so insecure for myself if that makes sense like I still had those lingering thoughts of the standards and all the envy I had for other people who had better skin than me I guess and then it was just it was hard to deal with all of it and then I continued to go to the dermatologist and whatever and as I said nothing ever really worked and I just started to stick to this skincare routine that I still pretty much use now aside from the products that I get from the dermatologist I still pretty much stick to and it's pretty effective I would say like it helps if I break out then it'll bring the breakout down and it'll kind of prevent me my acne from getting too severe but it doesn't get rid of the acne that I have now if that makes sense like it'll prevent it from getting severe to the point where I would need to completely switch but it brings it down to that level where it it is right now basically but I've never really been able to get my hands on something that would get rid of it altogether and now here we are today where I'm going I'm switching to like my fifth dermatologist in the past like seven years which is crazy to me and um at this point I'm not really insecure about it anymore or I mean everyone's insecure no one's not insecure but I'm my insecurities have really mild become more mild I guess just because of the fact that I just stopped caring not that I don't care about my skin but I don't care about the fact that I have acne anymore which I guess is good but I still do really hope that whatever I end up getting from the dermatologist next month helps because I've seen Accutane um I've heard of Accutane from a lot of people on social media a lot of influencers who have used it and a lot of influencers who have talked about how much it works but I've also heard about all the side effects that it has like it'll mess with your period it'll give you headaches it'll get worse before it gets get a lot worse before it gets it actually gets better and like it's so severe of a medication that I'm still willing to take it just because of how much I've had to deal with acne and how much I'm actually just done with putting up with it. But at the same time, I just hope that I don't have to get to that point where I hope that the medications that I get before having to maybe delve into the realm of Accutane actually become effective, if that makes sense. Just because... The idea of it getting worse before it gets better, like, it's a given with most medications, but it's also scary because I, having it get, like, five times worse during a two-month period would probably make me feel so shitty during that two-month period. Like, yes, I know I'm gonna, it's, like, it's, this is kind of just a part of it, this is a stage of it, this is a given of the actual medication that I signed up to take up to take during the six month period or however long you're supposed to take it but I don't know having very severe acne because of a medication that's supposed to get rid of your acne for a few months before it actually starts to get better it's terrifying because my my acne right now isn't bad but it's not great and having it get worse than this for a prolonged period of time just so that it can get better a few months later it's worth it, definitely worth it, but I I would rather just have a different, less severe medication be effective. 
and I know like the, there aren't that many options in terms of like my age and stuff, but hopefully I can get my hands on something that works. But I mean, I feel like social media has really recently, recently social media has helped me with all this insecurity stuff just because of how much, especially over quarantine, because of how much like promotion it has been with all this like body positivity stuff and kind of like accepting stuff. And I, I find it really stupid when people say that promoting acne is promoting, um, I guess, is allowing people to not care for their, for themselves. But that's really not it, not what it means. We're not saying, like, people aren't saying that you should go around and say having acne is great. Everyone should just stop caring for their skin and stop cleaning their faces and everything and just get a face full of acne because that's the new thing. That's not what people are saying. People are saying that, you know, if you have acne, then it's okay. Like, you don't have to feel too insecure about it just because it's just acne. You At the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's kind of just like, it's just it's just acne but people are I guess I guess are taking it the wrong way or they're manipulating the whole saying to I don't know I just don't understand why people I don't, I don't understand people saying that it doesn't really make that much sense to me but it, I mean over quarantine social media has become some a lot of sides of it have become very toxic but some sides of it have become a lot better in terms of promoting that type of stuff which I mean thank god a lot of people do need it you know, especially a bunch of young people and with all the really young people that are on social media. And I mean, we have 10 year olds, nine year olds that are on that are growing up with TikTok and iPads and all this stuff. Whereas I grew up with like Legos and Toys R Us, but whatever, they're missing out. But I mean, my point is, is that like social media growing to this point of being able to promote all this stuff is really beneficial to all the really young people who are exposed to all of this technology and all of these things online at such a young age and because they're so young they're kind of just absorbing whatever they see so if they are exposed to the side of social media that says acne is bad being too big is bad you should you should be you have to be the skinniest you can be with the clearest skin you have and you know promoting all of these unrealistic standards onto these little kids that's all they're gonna think of as they grow older Whereas if you promote all of these more beneficial, body positive, more accepting ideals through these sides of social media, through TikTok, Instagram, maybe Facebook, probably not, but whatever, um, it'll allow these kids to grow up with a more um, open mindset, a less restrictive one that's less based on these very strict, rigid um, societal standards that are placed on both men, women, and other people, and I just think that it's really good that it has, I mean, social media still has a long way to go, we all know that, TikTok is not great, Instagram, not great, Facebook, I don't know, but, like, social media is not great, but there are some parts of it that have done good for the community, and that have done good for not just young people, but everyone, anyone who needs it, and I think that's probably the most important part one of the most important parts at least and hopefully I go to I go back to the dermatologist in a month in like no not a month actually two weeks nice I go back in two weeks and oh god I just I'm just praying that I can get something that works before I have to go to the extreme level of Accutane or whatever 
medication that he's planning on prescribing because I'm so dumb with it. At the same time, I don't care as much, but I'm also just growing impatient the more time is given, I guess. Um, do I have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. That was a pretty short episode for, I'm so sorry about the past two weeks again. That's kind of like an abrupt end to everything, but I mean, that's really just what I had, because it kind of just popped up in my head because I was recapping my week and then I went to the dermatologist. And I'm so sorry about the last two weeks. It won't, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers, it won't happen again. Because we said that three weeks ago and it happened again. So hopefully we'll maintain the consistency better and it'll just be more, it'll, we'll have a more solid schedule. It'll be the same weekly schedule, but we're also recording another episode today. So just be on the lookout for that. And yeah, we'll be back to our two-week schedule again because now school has become a little bit, um lighter in terms of the workload so it should be easier should be better and it's getting warm outside the weather has been so nice recently i it's like i it's i don't even know how to describe it it's very bipolar it can be either really nice really cold or very rainy and windy which is basically the sum of this week's weather but summer's coming that's all that matters summer's coming school's coming to an end and it's been past a year of covid which i find insane but that's unrelated. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it for this episode. It's a pretty short episode, but got, I got what I wanted to say out. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Pretty unorganized and spontaneous, but worked out. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, you should keep up with our podcast on our Instagram at Official Yellow Fever Podcasts. Check out our episodes and our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other platforms that we have linked in our on our Instagram and keep up keep a lookout for the episode that we're recording later today which I'm not going to say anything about but you'll find out if you see the title and yeah that should be it i hope you guys enjoyed i'll see you next week i'll see you in the next episode with with, with Brandon actually and yeah have a great day